0: Well, uh, today I um, had been originally planning to preach on the next passage in um, Mark chapter seven in our um, walking um, with Jesus sermon series. Um, and, but when I had written the sermon uh, this past week, I had tied it pretty closely to the fact that we were going to be baptizing six of our youth today. Um, And so when we made the decision to move our service just to online and to postpone those baptisms until uh, sometime in September, as I was reading through my sermon, I thought, this is not going to work as well today um, on Zoom when we don't have any baptisms. So I decided to um, hold off and actually I'm going to preach that sermon when we do have our baptisms in, in September and so, then last night I was kind of wrestling with, well, what should I preach then today? And uh, and so um, I wanted, to, I decided to actually preach on another passage in Mark. It's actually a couple of chapters later, but it fits very well with this theme again of um, walking with Jesus that we've been looking at throughout the summer. Um, and so we're going to be looking today at Mark chapter 10, verses 46 to 52. And uh, what I wanted to do, actually, is to start this message um, a little bit different than what I know how I would normally preach if we were in person in the sanctuary by actually doing something that I had introduced to our congregation last fall when I was talking about kind of rhythms of rest. And one of the things, uh, one of the practices I mentioned back last fall was this idea of Lectio Divina. Which is um, means divine reading, or um, and 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 the idea is that you kind of read a passage um, multiple times, and you're sort of listening for what God wants to speak to you through that passage, and doing it kind of slowly. And so, what I'm going to do this morning is I'm going to read the passage once, um, and then just pause for a moment, and I'm going to read it a second time, um, and then I'm going to kind of share some meditations on it with you, and then I'm going to read the passage one more time at the end. And uh, and so, what I want you to do as I read the passage for you this morning is this first time as I read it um, to just be, you know, just be quiet and, and listening um, and, and listening specifically if there's a word or a phrase that kind of stands out to you in this passage as I read it. Um, and if there is kind of a, a word or a phrase that jumps out to you uh, just to kind of hold on to that word and and meditate on it, think about it a little bit, um, and then I'll read it a second time um, and I'll, I'll give you some instructions for that. So I'm going to read um, for us Mark chapter 10, Uh, verses 46 to 52. And so as I read it slowly, just, you know, you may want to close your eyes as as I'm reading it and just, um, and listen to sort of see if the spirit um, brings up something for you, a word or a phrase that stands out. Uh, So here, here God's word to us today from Mark chapter 10. Then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city A blind man Bartimaeus that is the son of Timaeus was sitting by the roadside begging when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth he began to shout Jesus son of David have mercy on me many rebuked him and told him to be quiet but he shouted all the more son of David Have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. So if there's a word or a phrase that, that jumped out at you as I read that passage, just pause for a moment to just kind of reflect on that and maybe even offer it up to God. And say, God, what are you wanting to say to me through, through that word, through that phrase? Let's just pause for a moment as we reflect on that. I'm going to read the passage a second time. And may, again, just hold on to maybe that word or that phrase that, that, that stood out the first time, and maybe just be asking God, what, what are you wanting to teach me today through this passage? What are you wanting to teach me through this word? Um, if something didn't jump out at you the first time, maybe listen the second time and see if something else maybe grabs you. So let me read the passage one more time Mark chapter 10, beginning with verse 46. Then they came to Jericho The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Lord, we invite you to to speak through your word. um, And even as we have been listening to your word and listening for maybe what you're wanting to speak specifically to each one of us today. Uh, As I share some meditations and reflections on this passage, we pray that that would also help to illuminate your word and to give uh, insight into what, again, what you are wanting to communicate to each of us today about your character, about how you see us, and how you are calling us to walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hold on to that word or that phrase again and see if maybe even in my reflections, there's there's new insight that may come from this. But I wanted to share just a few, um, kind of a, a of short, a shorter meditation. Um, I didn't write out a whole sermon because I was thinking about this literally last night uh, today. So more of an outline uh, for you that, that I'm going to preach um, for us today. But I wanted to um, just kind of note a few things in this passage as we, as we think about it today. And the first uh, thing that I wanted to bring out is that when you think about this passage, we are actually all like Bartimaeus, whether or not you may immediately identify with Bartimaeus that, that kind of spiritually, we are all like him, like Bartimaeus, although we may not always want to admit that. Uh, so how is that? Well, one of the areas that we are like Bartimaeus is that we are blind, were born blind. Uh, we don't know if Bartimaeus was born blind or if he became blind later, but um, but we're told that he is, that he was a blind man. He wasn't able to see. Um, and, and scripture talks about us that, that in our natural condition, that we are spiritually blind, that we cannot see clearly um, in ourselves, uh, that we need God to give us spiritual sight. We need him to open our eyes. and um, uh, But oftentimes, as I said, that we don't always like to admit that. Uh, we don't want to admit the fact that that we can't see clearly ourselves. um you know, I, I've shared this story, I think uh, in the past and maybe another sermon, but um just to kind of share it again, when I was in uh, in high school, i uh, I had gone, I, I realized that I was not able to see as clearly um and so I had to go to an optometrist and and um and you know he checked my eyes and said that I needed to start wearing glasses, but I just needed to wear it, you know when when I would go um you know, if we' were at a seeing a movie or or you know kind of longer distances. and so I, I took those glasses, but you know what? I didn't I didn't really love the glasses that I got. And so what I ended up doing was taking those that pair of glasses and putting it into my backpack and just leaving it there and never using those glasses throughout the rest of, of my high school years. And uh, then I went to college. and my freshman year in college, I was sitting in some of these large lecture halls and um, and realized that I could not see the board at all. And so I, I finally said, well, I, maybe I should try those glasses. So I took out the glasses, I put them on, and I looked at the board and I still couldn't see very well. And I began to realize, whoa, maybe maybe my eyes have gotten a little bit worse. And so I went to a, another optometrist and, and, and he checked my eyes and he said to me, how often do you wear glasses? I said, well, you know, every once in a while, he said, you need to wear glasses all the time. Your eyes are horrible. <laughs> and uh, and so what, what I realized is that, that I desperately needed uh, something to help me see clearly. I didn't want to admit that, though. Um, and so he ended up saying, hey, have you ever thought about wearing contacts? And so we tried out contacts, and I currently today wear, wear contacts. Um, but I didn't want to admit that I couldn't see clearly. I, I didn't want to admit that. And sometimes I think we can be the same way spiritually, that, that we want to think that we can see fine uh, when actually we need God to open our eyes to see more clearly, that, that we can't see perfectly well on our, on our own. The other way I think that we're like Bartimaeus is that Bartimaeus, he's a beggar. Um, he's sitting on the roadside and, and he's begging. And again, we don't probably like to think of ourselves as being beggars, um, you know, that we can, we can sustain ourselves, we can do what, what we need for ourselves. But spiritually, again, what the Bible uh, declares about us is that, that we are beggars, that, that we can't provide for ourselves spiritually, that we actually, we need God's mercy uh, and, and that, that we need him to come near to us and, and to, to, to heal us and to save us. Um, we talked about this a little bit last week with uh, that Gentile woman that, that Jesus met and what was she doing? She was begging, right? She, she, she even identified herself with, with the dogs that are, they're begging for scraps on the table. She was, she was coming to Jesus with humility, with an understanding that, that before God, she was just a beggar, um, lead, needing uh, his mercy. And, and we are invited to, to take on that posture as well. Like Bartimaeus of realizing that we are blind and that we are beggars, um, but you know when we when we um, admit that, when we actually begin to, to realize that we are spiritually blind in our own, and that we that we need Jesus' mercy, that we're beggars, there are some times where when we acknowledge that, there may be people who don't like that, um, and so this is exactly what happens with Bartimaeus. He begins to call out, "Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me!" And and so what happens when he calls out out of his need? It says in verse forty-eight that many rebuked him. And told him to be quiet. And and there are times where where maybe when we begin to acknowledge our need, we begin to call out. Um, and and that there may be this pressure from people sometimes in our lives to say, no, 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 don't, don't, don't get so messy. Don't, don't, uh, don't call out in that way. We can have a, a pressure sometimes to pretend like we have it all together, that we don't actually need Jesus' mercy. That that we're we're doing just fine. Uh, that we're not beggars. That we're not blind. That. We can kind of, you know, work our way uh, up to God, and that we can figure it out ourselves. Um, And there's sometimes pressure in our society to to take on that mentality that to to not be blind and and a beggar and acknowledging our need, but to kind of think that, yeah, we're we're okay. Don't don't be so loud about about the fact that we're actually in need. Um, But we're invited. Um, This passage invites us to take on the posture of Bartimaeus and to not be silenced by those voices that may tell us to be quiet, but actually, as Bartimaeus does, it says that he cried out all the more. He shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Bartimaeus knew that he needed mercy. He needed Jesus desperately in his life, and he was not going to be silenced by those voices, and so he called out all the more for Jesus to have mercy, and so that's the first thing that we're really invited in this passage is to admit that we are like Bartimaeus, but also in like Bartimaeus, to call out to Jesus for mercy, to call out for him for, for his forgiveness of our sins, to call out in the needs that we may be going through in our lives, um, and not to be shy about that, not to, not to feel like we have to just solve our own problems, but no, we we're invited to bring our needs to Jesus and, and call out to him uh, for his help and his mercy. He longs to hear us. And so the next thing that we see in this passage is that as we identify ourselves with Bartimaeus and we're calling out to Jesus, how does Jesus respond to him? Well, Jesus, in this passage, he sees us and he calls us. That's the next thing that we see is that Jesus sees us and he calls us. He sees Bartimaeus. He, he, he hears the call, right? Bartimaeus is calling out, son of David, have mercy on me. And in verse 39, it says that Jesus stopped. Jesus stopped. I love that phrase. It's just—it's a, a short phrase, but it's powerful. That as Jesus hears this cry, he's not too busy. He's—he's he's not too in a rush to, that he needs to get to where he needs to go. No, he—he he stops. He stops and he listens, and he responds to Bartimaeus. When I was a a kid in, in elementary school, I had this um this extreme fear that I was going to miss the bus um on on school mornings. And so I would actually have dreams, anxiety dreams um, about missing the bus, that I was going to miss the bus. I was going to be running down my driveway and the bus was going to take off and I, would, and I would miss the bus. I had this fear of being left behind, of, 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 of you know, the bus leaving. And, and I think that there's something in us that, that, that we sometimes may, may fear that, that, that maybe we're going to be left behind, that, that maybe God is going to leave us behind, that maybe he's not going to actually see us in our need and he's just going to ignore us. In in the the problems that we're dealing with, but this passage reminds us that no Jesus, he hears us, he sees us, and he stops when he hears us. He he comes near to us. Um, he's not going to pass us by. He's not going to be like that bus that's just going to pass on and leave us in the dust. No, Jesus, um, he is the one who comes near to us. He stops, and and when he when he stops, the next thing that he does is he calls Bartimaeus to himself. That Bartimaeus is calling out for mercy, but Jesus then says to the, to the people there, He says, "Call him." Jesus tells the, the people to call Bartimaeus to Him. That Jesus is calling to us, and this is the this is the nature of our God. This is the nature of who Jesus is. That He is one who calls us. He calls us to Himself. Um, he calls to us through His Word. He calls to us through the Gospel. Uh, he calls to us through through creation. Um, that Jesus is one who wants us. Um, he, we don't have to convince him to come near to us. No, he is actually the one that comes to us, and he invites us to come near to him. He calls us to himself, and that's exactly what he does here with with Bartimaeus. He tells he tells the people, call him. And so the people, they they're excited about this. They they, they change. They say they they go to the blind man and they say, cheer up, on your feet. He's calling you, and maybe you need to hear that today. That that Jesus is calling you. Uh, maybe in whatever you're going through right now, that, that Jesus, he sees you, he hears what's going on, and he's calling you to himself. He's calling you to come near to him. Um, so Jesus, he sees us, he stops, he calls us. And, and then and then what do we see from there? The next point that we see is that is that Bartimaeus, he responds in faith. Um, and we are invited to respond in faith to Jesus calling to us. Uh, verse 50, I love this. Um, it says, It says, throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Um, He is not going to let anything stand in the way of getting close to Jesus. He throws his cloak aside. And there may be times when Jesus calls to us to come near to him, that maybe there are some things that we need to throw aside things that, that, that are weighing us down. It might, be, it might be sin, might be sinful patterns in our lives that, that Jesus is calling us to just throw that away, throw it aside and, and run to him. Uh, maybe it's, it's anxieties or worries or fears or doubts that we're, that we're facing that maybe is preventing us from coming to Jesus. And, and Jesus tells us, just throw that aside and come to me, run to me. So Bartimaeus, he just throws that cloak aside and he jumps to his feet and he runs to Jesus. He comes to him. And then Jesus says to him in verse 51, this powerful question, what do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? If Jesus were to, were to ask that question of you right now today, what do you want me to do for you? What is it that comes to mind? What is it that, that comes deep within your heart that, that there's a longing that, that, you're desperately longing for Jesus to do this for you. Well, Bartimaeus, as as he hears that question ringing in his ears, he knows exactly what he's looking for. He tells him, Rabbi, I want to see. I want to see. He, again, acknowledges his need, acknowledges that he is blind, he acknowledges that that he has no power in himself to give sight to himself. He acknowledges that it is only Jesus who can do this, and so he tells him, "Jesus, I want to see." We can share our needs with Jesus. We can be honest about it. We can come to Him with those deepest longings that, that rise up within us. We hear that question: "What do you want me to do for you?" When I was in in seminary, uh, my my first year of seminary, um, I didn't have a car at the time, and uh, and and so I. I, I had a some challenge kind of getting around i had to rely on rides from other people and and um you know had to walk a lot of places and and uh, there was this pastor kind of a, a mentor pastor at that that um i ended up going over to his house one afternoon and we were chatting and and he was kind of asking you know how how are things going and and um you know i started sharing and and he kind of dug a little bit deeper and and finally i kind of acknowledged that you know one of the hardest things that's going on right now is that I don't have a car. I don't have a way to kind of get around right now. And um, And so he heard that, he took that away and and, and later on he called me up and he, he said, "You know what? Um, I want to lend you a car. I want to lend you a car for you to use um, for the rest of the semester. And I was blown away by um, his generosity and his kindness and his desire to to, to, to help me. Um, and I realized that you know, there was a part of me that was that felt a little bit ashamed or feel felt you know that that I, I didn't want to admit that I really needed that. Um and yet he was he just there was he was filled with so much joy in wanting to actually help me and wanting to provide for this need that I had um, and so he he invited me to to, to do that and, and he, he let me um, borrow his car for the rest of that semester after that semester I I had saved up enough money to actually buy a car of my own um, but you know it was one of those moments where I realized that sometimes we're afraid to share our needs sometimes we're afraid to actually acknowledge the places where we are in need um, but often when we do. God wants to provide for us. He wants to to meet those needs. And sometimes he does it uh, through other people. Sometimes he meets those spiritual needs by just uh, his own presence, his own promises from his word. But we're invited as we hear that question, what do you want me to do for you? To just bring our honest desires to Jesus and tell him and and, and bring those and lay those at his feet. How would you answer that question? As Jesus says to you, what do you want me to do for you? last thing that we see in this passage Um, at the very end, is that Jesus, he heals us, and then he sends us. Um, That's what he does for Bartimaeus. Uh, In verse 52, it says, go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you, and immediately he received a sight. Bartimaeus, he receives what Jesus promises him. He received the sight that he'd been longing for. Jesus opens his eyes. Now, I can't promise you that, that Jesus is going to answer our, each of our desires exactly the way that we're longing for. Sometimes Jesus' answer to our deepest needs is to say, I want you to wait on that. I want you to be patient and, and, and maybe he's going to provide for us down the road. Sometimes his answer to us may be that actually he has something different in store for us than the thing that we were longing for, that he, we have to trust that, that he has our good in mind even when we don't get exactly what we want. And yet at the same time, I know one thing for sure, that that when we go to Jesus and we acknowledge that we can't see clearly, that we need him to open our eyes, that we need him to provide for us and our spiritual needs, that is an answer that Jesus will always say yes to. Because he came, Jesus came into this world to die on the cross, to pay for our sins so that we can see clearly, so that we can be forgiven So he can wash away our sin and he can give us the spiritual sight to be able to see in a new way as as he creates a new person in us. Um, We're going to be doing this later on in September again as we baptize some of our young people and as they're brought into the family of God and given that new life and the promises that God gives to us in his word. And and Jesus wants to do that in each of us to give us the spiritual sight to see and, and to meet those deepest needs that we have and then the last thing that we see again is as Jesus heals us he he saves us is that he then he sends us uh, he tells Bartimaeus go go your faith has healed you he wants Bartimaeus to go with this and, and to share that good news with others and then we see this very last phrase that that after Bartimaeus receives his sight it says and he followed Jesus along the road so Bartimaeus he, he goes but also he he follows. He begins to walk with Jesus in his life. Um, again, th- that's been the theme that we've been talking about throughout the summer, this idea of walking with Jesus as the disciples are walking with him, and now here is, as this blind beggar, Bartimaeus is walking with Jesus as well. Um, and we're invited to do that in our lives. You know, not we don't just we're not just healed, and then we're just kind of sent off on our own, but no, we we were sent off with Jesus, to go with him, to follow him into the places where he's calling us, to continue to trust him, to continue to have him give, give us sight and, and and healing in our lives. And so I hope that, that this summer as we've been going through this series that that maybe God has been speaking to you about what it looks like to, to follow him more, more fully in your own life, how to trust him, um, and, and maybe even today as, as we are having that time to, to listen to the passage and, and hear what Jesus might be saying to you um, I pray that, that God has been speaking to you about about how He's wanting to meet those needs in your own life and and uh, and how He's calling you to follow Him, to walk with him, um, and to go uh, knowing that Jesus has healed you and that He's given you sight. So as I close, um, i'm gonna I'm gonna read the passage one more time, as I mentioned before. And as I read this passage one last time, just let it wash over you. Place yourself in the midst of the passage as as you hear again how Jesus meets this blind beggar Bartimaeus and realize that we are all Bartimaeus and that we need Jesus to come near to us just as he came near to Bartimaeus. So I'm going to read the passage one more time and then pray for us and then we'll sing a song of response. So hear this word again to us today from Mark chapter 10 beginning with verse 46. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city A blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the blind man, cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go. Said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Jesus, we thank you that that when you see us like Bartimaeus, that you don't pass us by, you don't condemn us, but you call us to yourself. Help us, Lord, to to cry out to you in our need, to acknowledge that that we are just like Bartimaeus. We are blind in our own, that we are beggars, that we are in need of your mercy. We are in need of your healing. And whatever may, you may be stirring up within each of us today, an area maybe in our life that we're recognizing that we need you. We need you to have mercy on us. We need you to come near to us. We pray that you give us the grace to bring that before you. And as you ask us that question, what do you want me to do for you? That we would be honest. And we'd, and we'd lay that at your feet. And then we would trust that you will meet that need according to your will. And that you will give us the sight to see, maybe even to see in a new way, that, that area of need. That you will give us that spiritual sight. That you will fill us with, an, with a, a knowledge that you have loved us. You, you, you've forgiven us. You've died for us. And that you are inviting us to follow you to walk with you day by day, and to go and to tell others, Lord, so that they too could receive that same sight. We pray that you do that in us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.